It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank you. All right, welcome. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me as we come at you on a late Saturday afternoon, early a Sunday evening, excuse me, as we have an Elimination Chamber reaction show. And of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is brought to us by the title sponsor of everything Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jarin Levine, Accident Attorneys 800 747 if you're involved in any kind of an accident, hit and run, motorcycle, slip and fall, boating, it wasn't your fault, you get the compensation you deserve when you call Anajar and Levine. Let them put their skills to work for you. 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. So glad to have you guys aboard with us here on a Sunday night as yesterday morning, at least if we're East Coast time, Man, if you were West Coast time, like our pal is Joey Levin, of course, joining us here. And can you imagine? So, you know, for instance, they had the pre-show, which was Sam Roberts and and my pal Peter Rosenberg. And that started 4.30 Eastern time. So you got to figure they're getting to the studio. You got to do hair, makeup, although neither of them have hair. But, you know, the, the female host, she's got hair. You got to do hair and makeup and all that. You're talking about the, the three of them. They're probably in the studio, what, 3 a.m.? Get ready to do, I guess, until what time did it end? Like around uh, 11 a.m.? Uh, well, no, not 11. Probably no, around no, like no. 10 a.m.? That's no. a wild day. It ended probably around 8.30. But that's a crazy day, yeah. you know, with, with the time. Eight, nine, nine-ish, yeah. And how about the people in the West Coast where... If they're going to watch it, I guess you don't go to sleep yet the night before. They're at a That's 2 a.m. start time. Well, I was going to say, as a fan, as a fan, I would almost rather be on the West Coast because I'm much more likely to just be up at 2 a.m. on a Friday night than wake up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday morning to watch wrestling. Like, I would, you know, have a few drinks, hang out. Maybe I'll go out, come home at 2 a.m. and watch it. You know, like, you know, there's a much better chance of me staying up late on a Friday than waking up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday to watch. So I'd almost rather be a fan on the West Coast. So both of us, all right, I assume you got up right at the start time of 5 a.m., right? Uh, not a little bit after, a little bit after. Okay. I, uh, I, I I tried to. I just, I did set an alarm, and I Hard. woke up. Uh, I probably started around 5.30, though. I wasn't super Okay. Early. Yeah. Okay. So both of us were up early in the morning, not exactly live, but we were both up early in the morning watching Elimination Chamber. And look, I'll just tell you right off the bat, my first thought, that was a fantastic show. That was a great, great show. And sometimes the obvious choice for the winners are still the best choice. And I think this is probably one of those types of shows. So a lot to go over here. We're going to talk Elimination Chamber to get your reaction. We're going to talk about what it means for WrestleMania moving forward. If any of you guys, if you're listening on the podcast, love that, appreciate you, but you're listening in the future. If you're watching on the live stream right now, we love you a long time. You could participate, you could comment, you could ask questions, you could be part of the show. And for everybody, whether you're watching live on Twitter, on Facebook, or hopefully on the YouTube channel, and certainly if you're listening on the podcast, 
Make sure you, you're subscribed on the YouTube channel, Zaslow Show 2.0, so you can get the notification for all of our live streams of It's Still Real to Me. And make sure you're not just subscribed to the channel, but you click on where it says subscribe, and then you turn the bell on where you get then the notifications every time that we go live. That's really important. You want to make sure you do that. So you're, you're, you're subscribing to Zaslow Show 2.0. You're getting the notifications for It's Still Real to Me. We got a reaction show here. We're going to say what it means as far as WrestleMania goes. And we're actually going to take a look at AEW Revolution, which is next weekend. And, of course, if you're looking to get in on the action, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your wagering needs. Up to the minute odds, stats, trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today. Become part of the team. Remember to use promo code Believe B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. The game starts here. So we had a total of five, five matches, right? Yeah, you had two tag team matches, two chamber matches. Well, there's a tag match on the pre-show. There was really four matches on the main card. Okay, yeah, so five total, which was uh, the, the the kickoff show. That was the Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae, Kabuki Warriors match, right? They wanted to make sure they got all their Australians featured on the show. So you had Indy Hartwell there, who I love, by the way. But you had Indy Hartwell there. You also had a, a, an addition of Grayson Waller effect because he's Australian. And you had in the main event, did you, until we knew it, did you know that the Women's World Championship was going to be the main event? Yeah, they they I think they announced it early that morning on someone. It was out. Okay. It was out there on Twitter. I don't know if they officially announced it. I think they did. Although I watched the press conference the day before, and I think maybe even Triple H said it, or, okay. or Michael Cole, one of them. The, by the way, the press conference. I love. I, I thought it was a good show. I'll tell you, I thought it was a good show. I think your point that like we'll t- we'll get to predictable but good show. I think the press conference, they need to keep doing this shit, especially when they go to places like the press conference was cool, man. Yeah, and the people crowd, were way into it, man. There yeah, was thousands of it. people there. I mean, yep. it, it was packed. The crowd was into it. It got me hyped. There was a couple times where I got like goosebumps w- with the crowd's reactions to some of these guys. It was really that was a really maybe the coolest part to me. It's such big business. It's so cool. Uh so let's let's get out. Let, let's get the you know the 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 two tag team championship matches out of the way for everybody here. You know, the first one, Kabuki Warriors, they retain. I didn't see that match though. Was yeah. there did they do an angle with Dakota it. Kai? Did something happen with Dakota Kai there? I don't I, I don't know. I honestly said I I I did not. Because I, I thought I saw highlights of her like being helped to the locker room. Maybe she was attacked. Well, her her and Bailey are fighting the Kabuki Warriors this week. Okay, I didn't know that. All yeah, right. I, I, I guess maybe that is part of it. Um, and let me confirm that that wasn't like a fake Twitter thing. But I saw that when I, I looked at it this week. That's going to be like her in-ring return. Yeah, here oh, we go. Oh, good. Okay. Dakota Kai's in-ring return announced for next week. Yeah, Dakota and Bailey versus the Kabuki Warriors. All right. Well, we know Dakota Kai. You know, Looks like non-title. Team. Looks like non-title. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have it. They don't deserve a top shot. We, we know. We know. Be it Tegan Knox or Raquel Rodriguez, you know Dakota Kai's move is turning on her opponent. All right, mm. and uh, her 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 partner. And we have to figure that's what we're getting here. We're getting the reveal that Dakota Kai is working with Kabuki Warriors, and that's going to put even more heat on them 
leading into WrestleMania. I mean, I like I I really would be stunned if that's not the direction that we're going in, right? Yeah, right, right. It looks like she was attacked on SmackDown backstage. Okay, that's okay. what set All right. this up. So, okay, which I didn't watch either because it was pre-taped. I knew nothing was going to happen. I actually did. I actually did watch SmackDown the night before. Um, but then, so the other tag team match, you had Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne against the the tag team champions, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. The the right team won there, obviously, because we want to get to a place where we we hope that we're getting our truth and Miz to take the belts off of them at WrestleMania. So yeah, that's the, the only issue I have with this is well, first of all, let me let's let's just point out. How about that, Dom? Even in Australia, uh, incredible. I mean, he they hate the, him. The heat, the heat that he generates, it's it's incredible. But the fact that Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate now actually have a tag team name is a little disappointing to me. Um, they're called because you want Pete Dunn to be solo. I think everybody wants Pete Dunn to be solo. I don't think they wanted yeah. him just right back into a tag team that has a name. Now that doesn't mean anything. Like, uh. Y2AJ, remember them? They were around for a day, I think. And they had shirts. They had shirts, and they were around for like a day um, or a week. But, yeah, I think everybody, when the Pete Dunn thing happened and he came back as Pete Dunn, and it was like, all right, cool, we're going to get Pete Dunn, and now he's in a tag team with Tyler Bate. Nothing against Tyler Bate. He's also really good. But it's like, you know, we talked about maybe he gets Gunther. Maybe they go into that. But I guess he's going to be in a tag team for a while. And and by the way, New Catch Republic um, sounds like something – Regal, who's back in WWE, probably gave them Blackpool Combat Club, New Catch Republic. Sounds very uh, William Regal-ish. So the, let's get to the big matches here, and then we'll we'll close it. The the reaction to the show with the Women's World Championship. So the night starts out with, or the morning for us, <coughs> starts out with the Women's Elimination Chamber match. So the the first thing that we got to get to here. Uh, number one, Raquel Rodriguez was almost a no-go. Like, you've seen what's been going on with her, right? She's going through some type of, like, stem cell treatment where she's, like, she's been really sick. It's why she missed a lot of time. And 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 she even released a video recently with a lot of behind-the-scenes footage where she's she's been in really rough shape. And apparently she had a flare-up because she looked a lot different from when we saw her return and qualify for the match a week ago to what she looked like zero makeup. Her face was a little bit swollen at elimination chamber. So she was going through some type of flare up again, good on her for being able to perform. She had a really good performance, but man, I, I feel bad for her because she she's in some kind of rough way and was still able to go through everything. But the first thing I think that we got to discuss as far as the women's match there, Tiffany Stratton, is a massive star already. She didn't win the match. She came out smelling like roses. I don't think anyone, maybe including Becky Lynch, was a bigger winner in that match than Tiffany Stratton was. 100%. This is why I love these shows, like Australia, UK, because that match, because, and I mean, look, it is what it is. I guess this is just how US fans are, right? That match had five women that WWE has spent tons of time and tons of effort and money uh, seemingly on telling you the fan the you should like these people you should like these people 
and then they go to Australia and they don't care. They just like who's the best. And the best, I told you ahead of this, Tiffany Stratton was going to steal the show in that match. Because you are not supposed to like her. She is not not supposed to be likable at all. But she's so, so good. She's Mm -hmm. so good. And her character is good. She's super hot. And she can go in the ring. She's got it all. I mean, she really does. I mean, I think she's like, you like 24 years old. Yeah. I mean, what, and whether you like the character, you know, the, the idea is that you're supposed to be annoyed and she's an annoying character, but she plays it so well. You're like, yeah, she's, I mean, she's the real deal. And then the, the stuff she pulls off in the ring. I mean, she is, she truly is incredible. There's never, I mean, I, I think they said it, you know, Corey Graves mentioned it. Um, and I watched some, some other reaction shows and everyone's saying the same thing. Like, you couldn't have told me in a million years that Liv Morgan would pin Tiffany Stratton and, and get booed. Yep. She got booed. And then in, by the way, in the title match, or it was in the titles match, or was it the men's chamber match. One of the later matches, they were still chanting for Tiffany Stratton. They were oh, still chanting, right? they were still chanting Tiffy time later in the show. Yeah. I wish they didn't change her music. I love her NXT theme. I don't know what, why, why did they do that? I, I honestly I don't remember her NXT theme, so it didn't really make... I know everybody was do, saying that, but this has been a big thing on, on wrestling Twitter lately is that uh, WWE's entrance music, for most, obviously there's still some like Cody and Seth and, and Bloodline, but like that everybody's just sort of like generic and not great. Like it, like like a lot... There's a lot of wrestlers coming out now where you hear the music and you're like, um, I don't know who this is until they come out, which shouldn't be the case, right? Yeah. Um, I think like like people were complaining about DIY's music. Yeah. It's like like you should know as soon as the music hits who's coming out. And people are complaining a lot that like that's if you have to have a knock on WWE, I guess that's the knock. But there's a lot of like g- generic uh, wrestling music going on. I love her, man. From the moment she got in the match, her pot opens up. She's excited. Normally, especially if you're a heel, you're not excited in that spot. She was excited because it's tippy time. She's in the match. She and she's, you know, going through her array of moves there on all the women who are in the match. Uh, did you notice, was this and, the first? Yeah. I was going to say, and speaking of like, we always talk about when you're put in, like WWE doesn't put people in moments by accident. Like they, they do these things for a reason. At the press conference for the women's match, you had Bianca, you had Tiffany Stratton and Becky Lynch. Those yeah. were the three, right? So you had Bianca come out. And then you had Tiffany Stratton come out and confront her. And then you had Becky Lynch come out and confront her. And Tiffany Stratton walks off. But there's there's a reason Tiffany Stratton gets put. First, well, there's two reasons. One, she's the only heel in the match. But two, also, they obviously believe in her to be in a spot with the yep. two of the biggest stars in the company on the women's side. Yep. Uh, she she was the absolute big winner. A major star. Crowd was chanting for her. They were pissed when she got eliminated. They booed Liv Morgan when Liv Morgan pinned her. Uh, she comes out a huge, huge star. Naomi was the first to be eliminated. Uh, Raquel I, I, Rodriguez was eliminated somewhere in the middle there. Part of me feels bad for Naomi. It's like, why? I mean, it's it's great that she's in the match, but she comes back and she she goes away. She comes somewhat of like an indie darling star champion in TNA, comes back, gets into the chamber, first one eliminated. I saw I saw other people saying the same thing, and that's I, I don't actually I don't care about the booking. I just it's like it's like you know it's more of the same. Whatever. I saw people say that, and that's bullshit. She returned to a massive spot 
in the Royal Rumble, and then she was one of only six women who are in the Elimination Chamber. That's bullshit. I, I, I'm not saying – I just I, – I, I didn't even read that. I didn't even see a lot of people saying that. I just – in my saying. mind, as soon as I saw her get pinned, I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, I, I, I anticipated a lot of people complaining because that's what people do on, on the internet. But She had I, the great I, spot where she came off the cage and did the split. Yeah. on on one of the girls i forget who she did to but that was a really cool yeah. spot look she's people aren't gonna like this she doesn't have a great personality like on the mic she's not good on the mic so she's never gonna be a massive her personality's fine i'm sure but her mic skills are, have never been great so it's gonna be tough for her to ever ascend i think past what she is which is a really good wrestler but you know i think people want her to be a star and she's you know she's at the Upper tier of the next level down in the women's division, yeah, right? I agree. I yeah. totally agree. Uh, so then we get to the final three. By the way, and... so, sorry, sorry. And Raquel has MCAS, mast cell activation syndrome. Says yeah. uh, repeated ep- is a condition where patients experience repeated episodes of symptoms of anaphylaxis. So like allergic symptoms, hives, swelling, low blood pressure, etc. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and she did you see the video that she posted? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, no, but I, she did look she did look different, and I had a yep. feeling it was because of what was whatever was going on. But I'll tell you, I mean, she she seemed okay in the match. I mean, she, they gave her yeah. some big moments. Yeah, they let she her seemed look okay, but, Yeah, but yeah, no makeup. She, her face is a little bit swollen. They got to turn and... her heel. Man, she needs to be a heel. They got to turn her. I agree. Heel. She agree. smiles too much for for the powerhouse. I agree. Uh, final sequence was really cool though. Where you get uh, uh, Liv Morgan winds up pinning Bianca uh, with the roll up, and then immediately walks into a manhandle slam, and Becky ends the match. And I thought for a moment that we were about to get a Bianca heel turn because it looked like she was like on the verge of freaking out, you know, that yeah. she lost there. So I thought we were about to get it. We obviously didn't. It was Becky Lynch's moment. I thought the match was great, and the right girl won. Manhandle slam, most underwhelming finisher in wrestling. You think so? I mean, it's just a pump handle slam. It's not, it's not like a great finisher. It doesn't even seem that impactful. It's like she's just dropping them. It's but like whatever. the rock bottom. It's like the rock bottom. But, a little. Yeah, but then, but then ultimately his finisher became the people's elbow. Mm-hmm. So, which also not, but it's at least electrifying. You know, was the there ever elbow. a moment in the match that you did no. not think Becky Lynch was winning? Me neither. In my heart of hearts, there was a big part of me that I wanted Liv to win because personally, and I know we'll talk about this a ton, with the four matches that are announced and the four or five that we are anticipating happening, Rhea Becky is probably the one I'm least looking forward to and one of the most underwhelming matches in a long time. Really? And which we'll probably get into that. We'll get into that more when we talk about Rhea and what's next there. But it just doesn't I, I know why they did it because we've as we've talked about WrestleMania 40, big star, this and that. There's no story. It's just Becky won and she's in the match. Everything else has a great story right now. Well, the court, well, there's a story. She had the big promo with Rhea that she doesn't believe she could beat her, but she has to beat her. Yeah, but there's no there's no like okay, but she could have said that for any champion. I just mean like every other every other even the ones that haven't been announced. We're, we're yet, a month that we're we're six weeks away. We got six yeah. weeks. I, we'll talk about it when we get to Rhea because I, there's more on the. It's more. It's just like a whole culmination of Rhea's last year or so, 
that has made even this part of it a little underwhelming to me. Not that it's going to be bad. It's going to be a good match, and Rhea's great, but it's just everything else. I, it, it's probably a product of how good WWE is right now. Pro, it, it's partly, partially what it is, is that there's so many good stories that yeah. when to when a story like this that's like kind of thrown together a little like whatever like 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 we always talk about this is there any part of you in a million years that thinks Rhea's losing to Becky? No. Right? No. And I would love I would and, and like I want to yeah, go But I'll tell you what, Joey, I'll tell you what, a lot of people watching or listening to us right now completely disagree with what you and I both said. That I mean, I think the majority of people out there think Becky's going to win. She's not. Why? Why would they think because that? she's like, Becky Lynch? Oh well, then that, that's casual fans. I think because she's who, not going to win. She is. I not think. Beat Rhea. I, I, hey, everyone in the chat, who do you think is going to win that match? Because I'd be interested to see what at what the people think. Because I, I think anyone who's listening to a to a wrestling podcast, I think knows what the deal is. Rhea's um, going to win that match. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hey, by the way, Big Nick agrees with me right here. Manhandle slam. Oh is, wow! Yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it. It's well, it's there's no problem with it as a move, as a finisher, a little underwhelming. I want to um, hear then also also in the chat, you could also chime in. Is there a worse finisher than manhandle slam? Because I don't think I don't think it's bad. I think there's Rand, plenty worse finishers. Randy said when Liv rolled up Bianca, I almost threw up my laptop. What? Oh, well, he, he wanted Bianca my, to win. He wanted Bianca. Okay. Yeah. I mean there was we, not we, a moment in the match that I I I always when I watch these matches, I try and here, I hold try on. Randy get myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Randy's saying Rhea should win. Randy, who do you think is going to win? We don't want to know who you who should win. We want to know who you think is going to win. Yeah, I mean, Rhea should, and she's going to. Right. But every yeah. time I watch a match, I try and consider, can this person win? Can this person win? And not for, not for a single second did I think anyone was winning that match with Becky. Not a, Yeah, not but a, I, I think, and I said this when we were talking about it last week, if it was any other WrestleMania other than 40, right? And I'll say this in 10 years when we're doing this show at WrestleMania 50. If it was anything other than 40, I would say Liv Morgan had a really good shot to win that match. Because oh, there's, a, there's a history and there's a story. And actually, I think that is probably what they do with Rhea after WrestleMania. Yeah, like that's another point. reason. That's another identifier that Rhea's not losing because we right. are going to get Rhea versus Liv. Right. So any other year, but this year, because it's WrestleMania 40, it had to be, it had to be Becky or Bianca, really. Cause like Becky is Becky Lynch. And then Bianca is, they've obviously positioned her as like the face of women, WWE women's wrestling with the show. And they, she's at every press conference and every, so I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't have been shocked if Bianca won. It probably would have been more underwhelming than Becky because we've seen this. You know, we've seen the the Bianca Rhea thing. Um, not that you can't revisit it, but yes, there was no part of me that thought Becky would wouldn't win, and there's no part of me in a million years that thinks Becky's winning at WrestleMania. It, I just don't. And I will tell you this: I'm going to say this right now, right here, and it's still real to me. Go on. If Rhea loses at WrestleMania, you're done with worst, WWE. You're not worst watching. worst women's title reign of all time. Come on, what are you talking about? <laughs> can I can I read you something? And because I've done this yeah. before, but let me read you this, okay? Yeah. Rhea Ripley, since winning the title last year, so we're a year ago, okay, at WrestleMania, has had ten title defenses, ten on TV. Three of them have been against Natalia. 
Okay. Two of them have been against Raquel Rodriguez. One against Zelina Vega. One against Zoe Stark. One against Ivy Nile. One in a fatal five-way against a combination of those women. And then Nia Jax. She has not had a real feud. She has not had a real story. She hasn't even fought anybody that that actually is at the well, top. Well, the Nia of the Jax women's... was a real feud. That was a real feud. But, but like, but again, like she hasn't. And I know they're trying to set her up as the most dominant champion, but that doesn't mean you don't have to fight anybody. Like, well, but it be... seems like it, it, it's it's happening now because you're going to get it with Becky, right. and then I think we're going to get right. it with Liv. That that's fair. That's fair. Judgment Day has sort of held her back in terms of the title reign because there's been so much focus on her being the 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 leader of Judgment Day or whatever that her title reign has been underwhelming to me, incredibly underwhelming. If she loses to Becky, this has got to be the crowning moment of her title reign. So yeah, like, she's not losing to Becky. Well, that's what I'm saying. She needs more, and I think that's although where they're like you're saying this should be her crowning moment. You can make the case that Saturday was her crowning moment. That was a pretty big fucking deal. Well, like she but won that's that match. For, her yeah, family but that's for, in Australia. For, big baby for, face reaction. Certainly, for different reason. I mean, look, mm -hmm. you know, Zelina Vega had the same reaction in Puerto Rico. And right? I said that was, and I said that moment right there for Zelina Vega is so much bigger than if she were to win a title at WrestleMania. So much. I, I I agree. And 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 to your point, yes, Saturday was probably her moment because at WrestleMania, it's good. By the way, it's going to be underwhelming at WrestleMania. They're not the main event. They're going to be in the middle of the card. She's going to win. It's going to be a nice moment, but it's not going to be that great. So this probably was her biggest moment. But but the other thing is this, like, right? So those are that's who she's fought. And we talk about how EO doesn't defend the title all that oh much, right? Oh, my God. EO doesn't fight anybody. Okay. Since EO won in September her title, she's had six TV title, title yeah. defenses against... Oh, went away. <laughs> Zelina also. Asuka. Asuka and Charlotte in a triple threat. Charlotte, Bianca Belair, and Mia Yim. So she's uh, she's had better six title defenses, and most of them have been against the top of the top. Better opponents, yep. It's just been the last few months as they have set up this thing with Charlotte that EO hasn't been fighting that much. With but Bayley. I mean, yeah. or excuse me, with Bailey. But... The Rhea, that is what I'm saying. I get it. I get what everybody loves about Rhea. I, her, her, her title reign has just been underwhelming to me in terms of the actual title. So th to me, that's the reason why there's no chance she loses to Becky. She can't. She All right, can't. well, since we got a momentum going here, look, well, as we're doing these matches, let's talk about the, the participants and what it means for them for WrestleMania. So okay. we know what we're doing then for Rhea. And what's going to happen with Tiffany Stratton? Now, we need for WrestleMania, you probably need at least 12 or so total matches, right? It, probably six a night is what you're looking at, right? So you probably need a total of like 12 matches. Do we get some type of, uh, like, what do we do with Tiffany Stratton here? Are we doing kind of a deal where, uh, you know, do I think we Bianca. Do... Yeah. So they, then we're jumping off of a Bianca Jade tandem here. Because you, you have to feature Jade in some fashion at WrestleMania. Well, the last segment that they did with all of the women, I think it was maybe it was on SmackDown, where they had all the women come oh, out. Oh, Tiffany smacked her, which, by the way, was right. a funny spot. Right, but but Tiffany came out, and then Bianca came out. And then at the yeah. press conference, Bianca came out, and then Tiffany interrupted her. And then they had a little thing in the match. If, you know, I, you could do it. I don't know if you're going to give Tiffany a, a singles match at Mania yet, but if you're going to... It's not like she can't handle it. Of course, oh, no, she can handle it. I mean, yeah. we were talking about like you can't give it to Jade, of course. 
but like Tiffany, it would make sense if you already want to give her a main a match, but I wouldn't is be there like, anyone that if she's not on can... the card. I wouldn't be mad if she's not a mania. She just got to the main roster. Oh, I would like you, you got to go with the big stars. I, I know she just got there, but she's still a big star. Is there somebody that Tiffany can team with to fight Jade and Bianca? Chelsea Green. No, she's got I don't a partner. Know. I know, but I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, he, Liv turns heel. I, I don't know. Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton has such a unique character. I don't know who would get a, who in the WWE other than maybe like a Chelsea Green type would get along with Tiffany Stratton's character. Like, right. She's just such a, she, she she's right. such nobody, a heel. No one is supposed to like her. Like even the heel of the heelist heel would be like annoyed by her. Like that's the whole yeah. character. So I don't know who you would get and what and what and who would she want to? She thinks she's her whole character is she's just so much better than everybody. Like yeah. All right. Yeah. So in some fashion though, we believe that we're getting something with Bianca and Tiffany. Geo says Geo said Charlotte and Tiffany versus Bianca and Jade. That could be I mean it's it's and then eventually you get Charlotte and Tiffany to turn on each other, but see. I think when Charlotte returns, number one, she's not going to be ready for WrestleMania. But I think when Charlotte returns, I think I think she's unimpressed with Tiffany Stratton. I think everybody sees the similarities, although Tiffany is quite bigger. But I, I think Charlotte is, is unimpressed. You mean well, like muscular? Physically, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah physically, Charlotte's pretty big. Much. Charlotte's huge. Yeah, well, Charlotte looks, yeah, Charlotte screams athleticism. And when I look at Tiffany, like Tiffany almost looks like a bodybuilder. She is yeah, big. she's Jack. She is big. Um, yeah. I think Charlotte looks at Tiffany Stratton is like, Yeah, you wish you could be me. I don't think they're gonna be friends. Um Yeah, is Tiffany Stratton is she on Raw or is she SmackDown? Uh she that, was on that whatever actually... show. She, no, she's on the show with, with Bianca. Yeah, she's on Raw. She's on Raw. Well, then that also determines who I mean where what direction they go with her, because it'll probably be somebody from Raw. Yeah, yeah, she's on Raw. Otherwise, Randy, the other says women... Randy says SmackDown, so maybe we're wrong oh. about that. Uh, the <laughs> other women in the match, though, there's no real clear, you know, idea uh, or direction for them for WrestleMania. Um, but you know, we're, we're looking at the big, the big pieces anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. The problem is, is like there's just there's only three there's only three titles for the women, and every title is going to get defended at Mania. So there's only so many matches you could do if there's not a title on the line with with the women, unfortunately. Unless they're big stars. Mm-hmm. SmackDown. She's uh, on SmackDown. On... Oh, all right. There you go. Oh. Uh, so all right. Charlotte. All right. So, well, no, she, she's not going to be ready. She's 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 out for WrestleMania. She's not ready. Tag match. Um, Tag match. So let's look at the men. Oh, Carmella. Olympic. That's a good one. Returning Carmella. They could be interesting together. I could see Carmella being friends with her. Right. That's what I mean. Tag, tag yeah. match. Returning I could Carmella see as them a tag. Being, I could see them being friends. Yeah. Big Nick. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. I could see Carmella and Tiffany Stratton being friends. So let's look at the let's look at the men's match here. And and again, the right guy won it. All right. Because he's also going to take the title off Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. But I will tell you, there was a moment I thought Randy Orton was going to win. When we were at the oh, I did. When we were at the very oh, yeah, end. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. When we were at the very end and Orton was on his hands and knees, like his back's bothering him. What a great sell the entire match. He's on his hands and knees, and Drew is like, this guy's pathetic. You knew Randy was jumping up and landing an RKO on him. And I said to my son, I said to my son, Drago, 
oh my God, Jordan, Randy Orton's going to win. Like as he was on his hands and knees, I said, Orton's going to win. Orton's going to win. And then he jumps up and he gives him the RKO, but he obviously cannot cover him uh, in enough time. And, and Drew Mack, and then you get AJ Styles who comes, like AJ Styles came in after that, right? No, AJ was before, it was before that. that. That was all done before that. Yeah, because he then, eliminated LA Knight. Yeah, he eliminated LA Knight. Then Randy oh, Orton. Drew, Drew, Drew covered him. Drew kind of wandered over, threw his threw his arm over LA Knight and pinned him there. Right. Uh, Randy couldn't get the cover in time, if I'm remembering Randy, correctly. No, Logan Paul hit him with the brass knuckles. That's right. Logan Paul, because Randy couldn't get the cover in time. Right. Logan Paul came in. Hit him with the brass knuckles, which I don't think anybody had. I thought Orton was going to win. And I thought we were getting Orton versus Rollins at WrestleMania. I did. I thought we were getting it. And that would have been a rough reaction, I think. And then Drew pins him. And the right guy winds up winning. Uh, I thought the men's elimination chamber was also fantastic. I thought thought it was great. You got the, you know, you got the, the two pods were destroyed. With Logan Paul going through one. Who went through the other? Who'd Bobby Lashley put through the other one? Mm, was it KO? I don't remember. I don't remember. I was disappointed but, with hey, KO showing. I I, really? I was a little bummed. I thought he was I thought he was fucking awesome. I thought No, but I mean I'm disappointed with the way he was eliminated. I thought we were gonna oh. get like a culmination between Paul and, and KO, and we, we really didn't. I, I, I saw one other like I saw another guy saying this, and I thought the same thing while I was watching it. I thought KO, he he obviously, there's no chance he's winning, and he knows that he's not winning. So I think he probably went to Triple H or whoever booked the match and said, let me just be a fucking psychopath. Let me just go nuts in this match and just do crazy shit. And he was crazy, and it was very entertaining. When he started headbutting the, 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 um, the, pod. the pod, when Logan yeah. Paul was out there, I was like, this is, this is insane. This was, that was awesome. Others, I, you know, yeah, the elimination, whatever. But I thought his performance yeah. in it was really cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't I, like how he got eliminated. Yeah, but I, but I will say, I mean, I think outside of Bobby Lashley, who may not be, who in all likelihood is not going to be on Mania. Um, I think we we pretty much see now what everybody else is in that match is doing for Mania, right? I mean, it's going to be a triple threat for the U.S. title, at least a triple oh. threat. Okay, so hold on. So we think we're getting. We we know it's Logan Paul and Randy Orton, but you think KO is going to be in that? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, and and and, right. and would not shock me if LA Knight and AJ Styles are also in that match. I wouldn't be shocked if there's like a ladder match or something for the US title. I think we're getting LA Knight AJ so you know singles match, but throwing them in that would not be bad. And then yeah. making it a ladder match. By the way, I there I think the last time we had a US title ladder match. On Mania was when Zack Ryder won it. I think no, like he won match. the Intercontinental. T- that was Intercontinental. Was it, was it Intercontinental? Yeah, because then the Miz won it from him the next night on Raw. Oh right, right, right. But that was awesome when he won it. Yeah, on it was Mania. awesome. That was really cool. Was. Um, yeah, awesome. I mean, I think at a minimum it's a triple threat. I, I, okay. I, 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 if not, then K was not on Mania. So, um, I, I think there's still a lot there, and I think also. KO and Orton had a little back, had some back and forth stuff. So I think there's a, enough there. KO. And we're definitely still. getting LA Knight and AJ Styles, obviously. Where, where does it lead which, of us? Which which doesn't necessarily have to be on Mania, right? Like that could just be a, like a big SmackDown match and or like the night before Mania on SmackDown. But Meaning the, and then they they're could also, in a five-way? And then they can be also in the, in the, the U.S. title match. It doesn't have to be a five-way. Those 
LA and AJ are going to fight and the other three are going to fight. Just part of it to me seems like maybe they all just fight each other in a, in like a ladder match or something. Uh, Drew McIntyre gets the shot. Finally at Seth Rollins. We both agree. Drew's winning that title. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think it'll be partially because Seth Rollins is going to re-aggravate his knee in the tag match on night one. Well, hold that has on, not hold been on. announced. That has not been announced, but that's my prediction. Well, and also they're furthering the Drew is a hypocrite storyline right. where he, he won the chamber because he got help essentially from Logan Paul. Are they going to have him win the title because he gets help? No. Well, I think the help, well, that if, if nothing happens on night one, then maybe. But the way I see it playing out as of right now is we actually do get the Cody, Seth, Rock, Roman, night one tag match. And then Seth re-aggravates the, react, kayfabe re-aggravates the knee. And that helps Drew win on night two. Okay, I don't or think we're getting that. I don't think we're getting that. I'll, I'll tell you where I think we're going in a second here. I want to tell you guys about another huge pro wrestling fan who obviously cannot wait for WrestleMania. Co-founder, chairman of BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. He is your trusted real estate broker and one of our great sponsors here on It's Still Real to Me. I'm talking about Matthew H. Mashler and signature real estate finder. If you're looking for your dream home in any part of beautiful South Florida, look no further than Matthew H. Mashler, your trusted real estate broker. You can call him today, 561-208-3334, 561-208-3334, or go to realestatefinder.com, wherever you're looking to buy a home here in South Florida. Maybe you're just looking to sell one of your current properties. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334. Hey, If you're already in the business, you're looking to take your real estate career to the next level, you can join the Signature team. The Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in all of Boca Raton. Offices all throughout Florida, Delray, Coral Springs, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Naples, Palm Beach, Orlando. The Signature team is where you want to be. So you could be buying your dream home. You could be selling one of your properties, or you're just looking to join the best in the business. Contact Matthew H. Mashler. 561-208-3334, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. So, based on the Grayson Waller effect, I do not believe that we're getting a tag match the night, before, night one of WrestleMania of Rock Roman versus Rollins and Cody. I think it's so risky to do that, that you're putting four participants, three of which have to then fight the very next night in with the highest of stakes. I think it's a major gamble. I think it could be an all-time blunder if things don't go well. I think we're getting I think we're getting Cody versus Roman obviously night 2. I think we're going to get Cody versus Rock night 1. Yeah. It makes sense. And I think we're getting Cody versus Rock. Yeah, I think and there's a lot of speculation that Cody and Rock are actually in cahoots here. And that the Rock's going to turn on and on Roman at some point. That the conversation that they had was actually the because when remember Cody said when he came out for his promo before he gave up his spot, he said, "I don't just want your a title. I want to take everything from you." Yeah. Um. There's like speculation that maybe Good that's point. what he was. 
that's what he was talking to the rock about was how do I'm we take, take your, everything? I'm going to take your, I'm take your family from you also. Yeah. Something like that. It's a good something point. Like that. But, but, I, but yeah, I, th I think the way they set sense. it up, I, I think we're getting Cody rock night one. Like, I think they trust Cody to be healthy, get through both matches. I think it's Cody rock night one, Cody Roman night two. I tell you, if, if, if Rollins wasn't coming off injury, I think I would, feel fine with it but I, yeah. I think the biggest risk is that he's coming off of a very major injury to have him yep. fight two matches is, is tough and let's not forget the last time rock fought a match he like exploded his internal organs or something like he ripped yeah his like i think you put him the in there you put him in there with cody you trust cody to carry the match easy you yeah. know i i think we're getting cody rock and yeah. and also let's be honest here cody rock is a monster and also you're right the problem with the tag match is that the people that would have to carry it are fighting on night two Cody and Roman would have to carry the tag match. You can't have Rock yep. carrying it. So then you'd have them just fight again the next night. Yeah. Cody Rock is a monster of a match. And and we eventually do. Maybe it's SummerSlam. We are eventually going to get Rock versus Roman. A thousand percent. Can I tell you what else we're going to get? And, and I, I, I'm going to point something out that's happening tonight, by the way. We're going to get Seth Rock. And Seth is going to be like, Triple H's proxy. And I don't think there's a coincidence. I mean, it is probably a coincidence because this was filmed how long ago? Tonight, the premiere of the A A A and A and E WWE series rivals yeah. Rock Triple H. Oh, is tonight. that right? Yes. And oh, that's a good nugget right there. And Rock Triple H backstage stuff. Rock Triple H coming out, calling out the rock, thinks he has power. Triple H can't fight. We know he can't fight, but who represents what Triple H represents to this industry in the company right now? To this company, it's Seth Rollins, the protector, the guy who has been there through all of it. He's never left. He's the guy. So I think at some point you can do like Triple H, you know, Seth Rollins is like the Triple H figure. You know, mm -hmm. Triple H and Rock have been feuding for 30 years. Seth's gonna Seth's gonna finish the fu the fight for him, something like that. That's a good nugget right there. Okay, eight o'clock okay. tonight. A any, &E, I think eight, eight o'clock tonight. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah. Finally, the uh, the women's championship match. It's a pretty awesome run Nia Jax has had since she returned. Man, like Absolutely. she she looks great. She moves a lot better in the ring, and she just there's some there's, there's still some moves where I get very nervous. There was a couple moves. I don't remember them off the top of my head, but there were a couple times in that match where I was like, man, I hope she didn't just seriously injure Rhea Ripley. Uh -huh. um, but maybe I just have like PTSD of her injuring everyone else that I think she's always going to hurt somebody. Uh, but there are some moves where I'm like, oh, that looks rough. But I mean, she, she just main evented a stadium show. You know, I know that's crazy. Uh, she's having a, a fantastic run. And and look, overall, R Rhea Ripley really is looking like she could end up being one of the all-time greatest. The the crowd was so behind her. It was so, and I love that shit about pro wrestling, man. We brought that up with Zelina Vega as well when she was uh I guess it was in in Puerto Rico, right? Mm -hmm. Uh we backlash. brought this up with Ebon. Zelina Vega where which by the way, we think backlash should always be in 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 Puerto Rico even though it's well, not this year. Near. It's in London, right? Or... Yeah, I think it's in London. Oh no, no, Paris. It's Paris? It's either London know. or Paris. Somewhere there Either in way. Europe. And uh, you were able to see, like, she was emotional. She's trying to hide the emotion, but she was super emotional. She had her family in the front. Uh, she was in tears backstage with Byron Saxton 
post-match interview. It was the whole thing was such a cool scene. It's a really good match. Uh, I mean, may have been the best match Nia Jax has ever been in. It was a great match. And, and Rhea is a massive star, man. So we're getting Rhea and Becky. And like both of us said, uh, I, I think without question, Rhea is walking away. WrestleMania is still the champion. It would be it would be mind blowing to me. She's minus four hundred right now in Bell Line, by the way. There you go. Um you know what Bailey is? Let me guess. Bailey is minus a thousand. Twelve fifty. Minus twelve fifty. Wow. Um yeah, what else look, do you have there? What else are the bets? Well, for WWE, Cody is minus seven hundred to beat Roman and Drew is minus three hundred to beat Seth. Okay. Um yeah, I mean there's no way she's she just can't and i think for many reasons one they're trying to build her in a massive star so beating becky is like her crowning moment as champion yep. and also that that list that i read off to you it's like you can't have her lose after not beating anybody you can't say she's the most dominant woman in wwe for a year and have her not beat anybody she's got to beat somebody yeah. that matters and yeah. beating beating becky lynch it, it matters whether i'm underwhelmed by the match or not it matters in the grand scheme of like where she's going to go and I think it leads to to more feuds. I, I, I think her run with Judgment Day has got to be coming to an end soon. I think they got to let her just do well, her Well, you notice thing. we never see her and Dom on screen together anymore. Very rare. Yeah, or with Judgment Day really at all over the last few months. I mean, may, maybe here and there backstage, but really not much. So, yeah, I think that's that's got to come to an end. Let her just – she's also – their heels and everyone loves Rhea at this point. Um, and, and on the Nia Jax thing, there's two, there's two things there, I think. Like one is she's been great and she was a she's she's done so much better. I also think like she had to main event elimination chamber or, or she had to be Rhea's opponent. Because like that, like again, to the point of like Tiffany Stratton, like you're supposed to hate Tiffany Stratton. That crowd loved Tiffany Stratton. Like you didn't want to potentially have somebody that the crowd actually also liked at like they have to yeah. hate Naya so much, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. Rhea look even like. Naya, no matter where you go, she's so hateable, which is a yeah. perfect foil when you're going to Rhea's home country because there's like yeah. no chance there, right? So that, but it was good. It was a good, um, it was fun. Oh, it was a great show. Love, I thought it was a great show. I, I really enjoyed it. It's how you got the day started, man, on a Saturday. Yeah. Now, this, this new staple of Triple H, I mean, I think it's probably just because it was Rumble and then Chamber. You have the two big matches, but this this new theme of only having three or four matches, but having five hour shows. Not not sure how much I love it. Okay, so you you shared a you shared some stats that somebody on Reddit put out there. So read these here and let's go over it. Go ahead. Yeah. So this guy says there was a total of one hour and fifty minutes of wrestling on the show. Mm -hmm. The show, including the kickoff, was four hours and 30 minutes. And he said, imagine sitting there live in the crowd that long for five matches and a talk show, which Grayson Waller effect. Uh, everything else was video packages, Peacock ads, and Australian tourism endorsements, which there were a lot of. Um, there were 55 minutes between the, the end of the Judgment Day, Tyler Bate, uh, Pete Dunn match, and the opening bell of the men's elimination chamber. And the Grayson Waller effect was 22 minutes long, which is a long talking segment for because that was sandwiched in between what you just said, right? Yep. No, no, okay. no. That was before that was before the the tag match. 
So how was their 55 minutes? So it's video packages and then everybody's entrance? Probably. Yeah, it said before the bell. The bell. Yeah. So, by the way, oh, before we get into this, can I also point out one thing we skipped from Grayson Waller effect? Mm-hmm. Him and him and Theory turning on, you know, one somebody's turning on somebody there, right? You could see how when when Austin Theory took the mic and started doing the rocks bit, you could see how angry Grayson Waller was getting that he was taking the spotlight. Well, and Grayson and then, wasn't real interested in helping Austin Theory, and he didn't help him either, right? I, that that could be like a WrestleMania pre-show match, by the okay. way. Okay, I, I could see those two. I, I love Grayson Waller, and the crowd loved Grayson Waller. But anyways, oh, of course. So, so um, let me give you a couple things with those numbers that you threw out there, which I think are kind of bullshit. Okay. Uh, the first one, calling the show four and a half hours for the people sitting there, if you're including the kickoff, is bullshit. That's like saying that the Miami Heat game was three and a half hours if you include Heat Live and Heat Post Game. Like, what the fuck are we doing there? there right. you, you don't need to be in the building during the kickoff show. It's a television show. The kickoff, but show. he's including that there was a there was a ta- a title match on the kickoff show. All right, I, 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 I that's bullshit. Because if you if you take the kickoff show and that and that match out, then there's less wrestling time. But and how how match. long was that wrestling match during the kickoff? Twelve minutes, maybe. Probably, yeah. Right. All right, yeah. so that's bullshit. Putting another hour that you were sitting in that building—that's nonsense to me. The second part, you know, the Grayson Waller effect being twenty-two minutes—it's a show. You're there for a show, and the Grayson Waller effect is part of the show. I, I I I sort of agree with what you're saying there. However, the idea of pay-per-views of be premium live events is that you build to big matches. Grayson Waller effect is a raw SmackDown segment. It's I mean, not they didn't a have well, first of all, they had the they would not have had Grayson Waller effect if it was not in Australia. That's number one. All right. Right. That's the whole thing. So they had Grayson Waller effect, and it's not like his guest was Tamina Snuka. It was Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I understand that, uh, but couldn't you have done that on the pre-show and not had a women's tag title match or, or, or also? Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, I, I get it. However, look, the four and a half hour thing is bullshit, but it was three and a half hours for four matches. That's a long show, man. It's a long show. Three hours is what a pay-per-view used to be, and there used to be like eight matches. Mm-hmm. And I know they're letting it breathe, and that's why I said it's probably just for these last two because – Royal Rumble, each Royal Rumble match is an hour, and then Elimination Chamber, each match is an hour. So, you know, you're going to let those matches breathe. So I don't think it's always going to be like that. But it is three and a half hours for four matches. Is a, it's a pretty long time. Also, and I know it's 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 their time. We're not on our time. But if you are a person who woke up at five in the morning, three and a half hours is a long, mat, or long show to watch for four matches. And also, for the main event, you know, Rhea Ripley's incredible, but like four matches, including a main event with Nia Jax. If you I'm look just at saying, the like elimination it, you know. chamber matches, though, that's twelve participants, that's twelve entrances with a very long runway. Yeah. Now, I mean, I would say every entrance was at least three minutes. That right there, that's thirty six minutes then of entrances. And, and here's the thing: this is one guy. No one, no one. This is probably an AEW fan, if I'm being honest. And and I I saw this was like retweeted by another guy who's always going off about how good AEW is. So this is like the the whole tribalism thing, like trying to show why one company's better than the other, whatever. But I, like I mentioned this to you before we started, you know, the show today. What I think this actually is is just sort of a testament to how hot WWE is right now, that they could put on 
a three and a half hour pay-per-view with four matches that's main evented by Nia Jax at five in the morning. And everyone's like, great show. It's great. He's awesome. You know, like, yep. I mean, I think there's some people who are underwhelmed be, uh, by the predictability, but if you can get past that, um, then it was a fine show and it set up everything for WrestleMania. That is, I will say the men's chamber, the ending I thought was a little overbooked that they had two people somehow get back into the chamber to interfere. The whole idea is that it keeps well, everyone it's in the door, the door. Well, no, but the door's open. They're letting yeah, people I know. out and, and get eliminated. I, I know you got to like, I know you got to set up everything for mania and that's what they were doing there. Like they're starting those, those stories, but two different times in the AJ styles, AJ styles flew 30 hours to, to not let LA Knight win that match. That's, that's right. pretty, that's dedication. That's dedication. And yep. isn't he, from what I from what it seems like on Twitter, is AJ Styles a flat earther? Is that his, one know. of his things? Because everyone's like, know. everyone's like, isn't he gonna fall off, you know, the the side if he tries to go to Australia? Um, but it was fine. It was long, and it probably wouldn't have been as long if it was at eight o'clock at night. But waking up at five thirty in the morning and then watching three and a half hours is a lot. It's a lot. We uh we got to do this fast now because I'm on ESPN tonight, but. I want to I want to hear what we got on tap for AEW Revolution next weekend, right? Yep. Um nine matches right now. Ooh. All um, right. So we, we just got done talking about how long the show was. Go ahead, keep going. Well, this is, you know, AEW. These are marathons. Nine um, matches. But they All right, so we have a Meat Madness match. Oh, two big guys. Who we got then? Three. And I think maybe a fourth they're going to maybe announce this week. Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs and Lance Archer. Okay. Now, can I can I say who could be the fourth? I don't know. I have no idea. But right now, let me pull this up. Wardlow is a minus five hundred favorite. Yeah, Wardlow um, needs some kind of win here. It sounds like. But I will point out, like to all of the, you know, even the wrestlers in AEW and Tony Khan and all the fans who say AEW's for real wrestling. Meet Madness sounds like something prime Vince McMahon would book. So, uh-huh. you know, wrestling's wrestling, people. You know, it's all, it, you know, um, FTR versus Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley and Claudio casting Yoli. Um, they had a match this past week on rent, on Dynamite that went to a time limit draw. They've been feuding mm-hmm. a little bit, so now they're going to finish it at Revolution. Christian Cage versus Daniel Garcia for the TNT title. Okay. Um I saw that segment the other day where Christian Cage said he's now Daniel Garcia's father because his father's dead. His daughter's father's dead. That's always going to make me laugh. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, wouldn't be shocked if Daniel Garcia wins this match. And there's two, I think there's two outcomes here. I think one way or the other, I think Edge is, you know, did you even know Edge is injured? I did actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that until earlier this week. Uh huh. But the prevailing thought is he will interfere in some way in this match. Okay. Um, there's some people saying Edge comes back and joins the patriarchy. Okay. Joins with Christian, which would be interesting. Okay. Um, Will Ospreay, Kanosuke Takeshita. Mm-hmm. By the way, we talked about this last week. Remember I was saying, why the hell are they fighting each other? Aren't they both in the Don Callis family? Will Ospreay is in the Don Callis family. And apparently the week before, Don Callis cut a promo saying, nobody wants to fight my family. So I looked inward and I asked Will Ospreay to fight. Uh, okay. Fight. All right. So they explained it then. Okay. I have a feeling if I had to guess, having not watched a ton of AEW recently, 
they're gonna like they're gonna turn on Osprey and he is gonna take over the Kenny Omega He's role the in the company. Face. Yeah, maybe. Um, because everyone loves him. Like I, I don't see people really booing Will Osprey. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston for the Continental, all three of his titles, Crown Championship. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, 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 I hate that. I think it's bullshit. This story is actually pretty good. It's just, again, it's one of those things where, like, if you're not a hardcore AEW Too fan, many titles. It's, it's well, it's also just hard to like. They have not go- done a good job of, I don't think, making Eddie Kingston into what as good as he could be, like in terms of like star power. I think he has like the ability to like get other casual fans. I just don't know that they put him in a position. So I, I think if somebody's like, oh, Bri- Daniel Bryan's fighting this weekend, who's he fighting? They see Eddie Kingston, they're like this guy yeah but the one thing is if eddie kingston wins brian danielson has to shake his hand oh all right because he doesn't respect eddie kingston he thinks he's a waste of potential waste of potential doesn't like him all right big stakes okay uh orange cassidy versus roderick strong for the AEW international championship all right roderick strong's gonna win you think well sure all right can i uh, sorry i just gotta point out another thing I'm watching. I did watch Dynamite this week. I am trying to pay attention because we have this show coming up. Was it? Am I mistaken? Wasn't the whole purpose of the Bang Bang Scissor Gang to make a super group to fight against this Adam Cole group? Yeah, but it Adam Cole's not healthy, I guess. So right, I know. But like the whole idea was we were going to protect ourselves from this group. But I don't even know if they interact with that group anymore. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that story. Yeah, I don't get it. Um. Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo for the women's Okay. Title. Yep. I like uh, it. Got to be Tony Storm. Gotta I would be. think so. Yep. Uh, so this match, I, I don't know what's happening here yet, and I don't think anybody does. Hangman, Samoa Joe, and Swerve in a triple threat. Um, Hangman got hurt, apparently, this week. Yeah. But maybe it's a storyline. Um, no, like, I think it was real. No. I, most people are now saying that they think it's a storyline and that something's going to happen this week on dynamite. And they're going to explain what's going okay. on. All right. We'll um, see them. But like, so, like Meltzer was saying that it's like a storyline because they want the match to just be Swerve and Joe. But then some people are saying he's really hurt, but no, no announcements been made yet. Um, right. I'd tell you what, if he's really hurt, this, this company is just doomed. They, they just can't win. I mean, they can't win. Everything about them is cursed. Anytime they have something good going, somebody gets hurt. And it, it just goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Um, and then I'm assuming this will be the main event. Sting's final match, his retirement yeah. match. Sting and Darby versus Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. And we're clearly getting the Ric Flair turn. I mean, that's in the well, Did you see what happened on Dynamite this week? Yeah. Yeah. I actually think there's a chance that they're making it seem like he's going to turn. And then he's actually not going to turn. And that's going to be the big thing. Okay. Maybe. Like they're trying. I, mean, like the I, whole I think Ric Flair is going to be a piece of shit. I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's and, always and what's going to Matthew happen. and Nicholas win the titles and Sting's. Yeah, I mean that would be. Oh, the old I definitely, school. I definitely think the Young Bucks are winning. Yeah, yeah, that would be the way the old school way of going out, right? You, you gotta yep. go out on your back. Yep, that's that's what it is. Yep. So that's that's the uh, nine hour um, AEW right. pay per view we have this weekend. I'll watch. What else are we yeah. doing? I'll watch. Uh, all right, Joy, I got to get out of here, man, because I got to get on ESPN. I will I, say real quick, though, for I, people who are watching, I'll let you finish, but I will say for people who are watching, I am on ESPN radio tonight, 8 p.m. to midnight. So you should watch, uh, watch, you should listen, and we're going to have a lot, do a lot of fun stuff. Go ahead. 
Here, I'll just do big dirt all at once. I had four okay. quick hits that I was going to put at, throw at you because there was some. It was a big week in non AEW and WWE wrestling. Okay, right. Nick Nemeth, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, is now the IWGP International Champion. I oh, think yeah, is what they I call saw. it. He beat yeah. David Finlay. Okay. Um, at New Japan New Beginning, Matt Riddle beat Tanahashi. He is now the I New saw. Japan Television Champion. Yep. And Okada wrestled his last match for New Japan and mm -hmm. did an interview either today or yesterday where he said, I'm never going back to New Japan, which is yeah. pretty interesting. Tamatonga quietly also wrestled his last match, who original Bullet Club member, Gorillas of Destiny, one of the best tag teams ever in New Japan. Um, and then Mustafa Ali won the X Division title in TNA. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All so right. A lot of a lot of titles going to former WWE people. In, in in other right. companies this week former leader of retribution right oh and also they they played a another jack perry scapegoat vignette at new japan i like that can i tell you i love the story i think they're a little late because he's the whole thing is that he's the scapegoat for the cm punk thing right yeah does anybody even care about that anymore like I don't he know. got fired six months ago. He debuted in WWE. He got hurt. He's like, gone now again. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> think anybody in a. I don't think AEW fans even really care that much anymore. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little late for. It seems like it's a little. It's a great. It's a great gimmick. It just seems like maybe it, it passed its moment because punks. Like everybody's happy with punk, right? Right. Huh? All right. Good job, Joey. Uh, that's our episode for this week. We'll certainly be back with you next week. And uh, is Revolution Saturday or Sunday night? I uh, believe they usually do. It's Sunday, March 5th. Yeah, it's Sunday. Uh, Saturday. All right. Yeah. Either way, great job, Joey. We love pro wrestling. Tell all your fans we'll talk to them next week. Go ahead. We'll talk to you guys. Oh, sorry. Talk to you guys next week. Throat got a little dry there, so that's all you have. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Thanks for hanging out again. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You, you comment, you do all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you next week on another edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya!